0: Good evening and welcome to the Orion Report. I'm Reverend Reith and your host. I'd like to start by apologizing for not doing videos with these recently. I'm currently working on methods to better do it so that I can deliver a better message to you guys. I'm working on my own teleprompter right now, as a matter of fact. So in the future look forward to having more videos of me, because I do know that it's important that Orionism has a human face. Tonight. I'm going to discuss some readings from the IA, but first I'd like to do a prayer and give you a bit of news. Now, it's important for anyone who is or wishes to become a Orion to kneel down before God, to see and visualize the one and supreme spirit seated there before you on his it her throne. See Revelation chapters 4, chapter 5, also Ezekiel's vision of the chariot kneel there imagine the golden white light pouring down on you shining as if you are before the sun itself and brighter but not blinding then say with your full heart and will i give myself unto you the eternal god the one and most high place upon me your everlasting seal o god the living god almighty sovereign by emmanuel by your word and your wisdom let it be so o lord the highest lord fill me with your spirit and your truth your light and your fire your love and your wisdom use me as your instrument live within me and through me even forever i dedicate myself unto you without reservation the all parent the supreme spirit forsaking the vi- the vain spirits of idols this day you are become my true father and mother and i have become your child let my name be inscribed in the book of life the registry of immortals and let it be written that I am ever after from heaven amen it is best to recite this three to seven times once per day for three to seven days this will officially begin your walk on the path and now for the news the Russian invasion and the Orion view which is neutrality Conquest and reconquest has been a part of the evolution of nations from times immemorial. Nowadays, it's mostly carried forward by political intrigues and infiltration. But from ancient times, conquerors and warlords were a normative part of the political-social dynamic of international politics. The battle between Ukraine and Russia is between Western, wokest globalism and a more traditionalist Russian nationalism. Much like China, Russia has always been governed by dictators, no matter what form of government it claims to have. There is no death, only respite and or reincarnation for most spirits. This life we are living is neither the beginning of our journey through eternity nor its end. Our prayers and our hearts go out to those who are suffering. We should all pray for their souls and for peace. One of our brothers actually lives in a nation on the border with Russia, and our concern is with our own and with him. The Trucker Convoy Canadian truckers have vanished from the news, but they and their families are suffering for standing against wokest, globalist tyranny. Held without bail or trial, their pets seized, with rumors of those pets being euthanized or even mutilated by system thugs masquerading as police officers. Most of those officers with conscience have resigned or been forced out weeks ago, refusing vaccination and being fired. These truckers in Canada have had their children taken into protective custody, which means they will be vaccinated and indoctrinated no matter their parents' views. Also they may not buy or sell, but have lost the right to their own money and are left to beg and starve. We recommend seeking political asylum in the United States, but not with the federal government. Request, instead, asylum from the governors of the right-of-center states along the border with Canada and or Florida and Texas. Now, in the United States, a trucker convoy has also begun. But due to the distractions of Ukraine with a 24-7 blanket coverage, there's no news about them and already Joe Biden has called out the National Guard and put up fencing around the Capitol. You can expect police-state-like tactics and more people joining the January Sixers as political dissidents in the D.C. dungeons. Between Ukraine and the trucker convoys in the United States, it may well be seen as a good opportunity by Biden to enact martial law and suspend or postpone elections and rammed through the rest of his radical, wokest, globalist, pro neo communist agenda. The left continues to impose many mandates throughout the world, and the number of protesters are dwindling. But more than this, the limits on personal freedom, the right to views that are counter to the radical, wokest agenda's gospel, are being increasingly closed off by tech tyranny and the wokest autocratic policies that have been passed quietly in local, state, and federal levels of government across the planet. Inspired by the Chinese model and the social credit system that is being slipped into effect without most people even realizing that they are being scored already. In schools despite parental pushback we see ever more abomination and amorality. Whether teaching racism or perversion, fully indoctrinated neo-Marxist teachers are imposing their worldviews on students, however overtly or covertly. On television and across the internet, the gospel of the Antichrist worldview is being propagated, and the masses are ever more indoctrinated and programmed to obey or complacently go along to get along. Those who have received the needle, carry the passport, or have injected chips into their hands are marching now to the beat of the beast's drum, and following a path to destruction, such is to be dedicated unto the cult of Woke. Alright, that's it for the news today. For the next section I'd like to read from the IA and discuss my interpretations thereof. This will start on page seven of the pdf with the Biblical foundations of what was to come. Daniel twelve. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, roll up and seal the words of the scroll until the time of the end. Many will go here and there to increase knowledge. john sixteen. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own, he will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me, because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. THAT IS WHY I SAID, THE SPIRIT WILL RECEIVE FROM ME WHAT HE WILL MAKE KNOWN TO YOU. REVELATION 10 THEN I SAW ANOTHER MIGHTY ANGEL COMING DOWN FROM HEAVEN. HE WAS ROBED IN A CLOUD, WITH A RAINBOW ABOVE HIS HEAD. HIS FACE WAS LIKE THE SUN, AND HIS LEGS WERE LIKE FIERY PILLARS. HE WAS HOLDING A LITTLE SCROLL, WHICH LAY OPEN IN HIS HAND. HE PLANTED HIS RIGHT FOOT ON THE SEA, AND HIS LEFT FOOT ON THE LAND. And he gave a loud shout, like the roar of a lion. When he shouted, the voices of the seven thunders spoke. And when the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven say, Seal up what the seven thunders have said, and do not write it down. Then the angel I had seen standing on the sea and on the land raised his right hand to heaven, and he swore by him who lives for ever and ever who created the heavens and all that is in them, the earth and all that is in it, and the sea and all that is in it, and said, There will be no more delay. But in the days when the seventh angel is about to sound his trumpet, the mystery of God will be accomplished, just as he announced to his servants the prophets. Then the voice that I had heard from heaven spoke to me once more. Go, take the scroll that lies open in the hand of the angel who is standing on the sea and on the land. So I went to the angel and asked him to give me the little scroll. He said to me, Take it and eat it. It will turn your stomach sour, but in your mouth it will be as sweet as honey. I took the little scroll from the angel's hand and ate it. It tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I had eaten it, my stomach turned sour. Then I was told, You must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. What's next comes the seven thunders, which is what started Urianism in the first place. As I knelt in worship of the Eternal and Supreme Spirit, I was overcome with sorrow. Tears flowed as the Spirit of the Lord flooded my inner being and clothed me with misery. I was aware that the tears were not my own, and the spirit cried out within me. As a woman in the throes of labor, the earth screams in agony. All creation trembles as a clenched fist, as a babe imprisoned within her mother's womb struggling to come forth, gnashing of teeth and weeping. Nature weeps, spirits rage within the fleshly prison of those who walk in the ways of destruction. 1. Woe to you, O nations, for you have hardened your hearts and closed your eyes to the outcry of the innocent. The pleas of the world's children you do not hear. You scoff at the plight of those in need. You mock the afflicted, disdain the weak, and shrug off the call of the hungry. You scorn the children of today that you yourselves spawned in dishonor and raised in wickedness. 2. Woe to you, O Rulers of the nations! You load men down with burdens that you yourself will not bear. 3. Woe to you, O humanity, creating the instruments of your own enslavement to sin and evil, fashioning the very things that are killing you. 4. Woe to you, O peoples of the earth, in rebellion against the Creator from times immemorial yet so willing to kill, to die, to bow down before cloth idols and human ideologies even unto your own ruin. 5. Woe to you who take up God's holy names in hatred. 6. Woe to you who take up the holy names only to defame and blaspheme or to use them as a means of making money. You hypocrites, seeking to appear religious that you may gain honor for yourselves and profit from men seven woe to you O realms of mortal flesh for you are ruining the earth and bringing about your own desolation this is followed by a note from the scribe note of revelation The little scroll of the seven thunders has been sealed until now, and the thunders are seven charges against humankind, and the sentence will soon be carried out. We are passing through a time of choosing. Babylon is falling, transformed into the beast. The dragon personified in a nation and a man, his shadow looms across the world. As in the time of Jezebel and Elijah, most now bowed to the balls of our age. They go along to get along. It's easier that way. Seeds were planted in the time before and during, but this message is sent to the future age, beyond this time of dividing the children of the world from the children of the I Am. May the faithful stand even to the last, and bend not the knee to the gods of this system of things. May those who survive, unmarked in soul and spirit, raise the banner of the kingdom over the ruins of the present days and reach for the stars, carrying the flag of their sacred empire across the galaxy and beyond, and even unto other planes of existence. Now, I don't know about you, but for me these are quite potent charges against humanity and they were part of what inspired me to become a Urian. So I'm going to say a few brief things about each one just to give you a basic idea of the way I see them. Now, my disclaimer here is that I am not the scribe and I am not an angel, I'm not a prophet I'm simply a priest of Urianism. My only virtue of authority with what I say is because that I've been a Orion since 2005 I'm one of the oldest members and I knew the scribe personally other than that I have no authority really and these are just my interpretations of the writings so number one let's talk about number one hardened your hearts closed your eyes to the outcry of the innocent we see that around us partially in the fact that the world produces enough food to feed the world and yet masses of people still live in hunger and masses of people still starve to death not only that we tend to mock those in need we look down upon the homeless we drive by without even glancing their way A few of us keep a few dollars in our cars so that we can hand out that conscience-relieving gift so we feel better about ourselves. How many people really truly want to help them? And what about the children of today? Those that are taking part in things like Antifa, destroying cities, burning cities. Those that we look at and we scoff and disdain about how addicted they are to their cell phones how addicted they are to video games and the internet and yet we race them. We are responsible for their condition and yet we scorn them. What about number two? Rulers of the nation loading men down with burdens they will not bear themselves. Burdens like poverty having to work a job at least 40 hours just to barely feed the family the inability to get ahead because the elite who live by a different standard are taking all their money through taxes what about the fact that there are two sets of laws two sets of consequences how the elite can do whatever they want, rape little children, they can steal from us, they can violate national security, they can abandon their own citizens to die, they can break the law clearly and profit from it, and yet they're not held accountable. And yet somebody who just simply went to a peaceful protest and got themselves swept up into the Capitol building is now still languishing in prison with no charges pressed against them it's a double standard and it's one of the warnings of spirit number three creating the instruments of your own enslavement to sin and evil wow that's a charge against materialism on one hand everything that we worship that we hold dear but I think that it also speaks to technology. The internet, cell phones, things that, video games, things that we become mesmerized by and stuck to, that become our gods, become our idols. We're developing a shambling, zombie-like, dowager stance through the cell phone their eyes constantly down our head bowed in submission to these idols and we are the ones that made them and they're killing us number four a rebellion against the Creator yet willing to die and kill for things like nationalism money even religious ideology not for God but for religious ideology. For my way is right, your way is wrong, therefore you must die. This is also happening in the social system with wokeism, with the left. They want to purge us, they want us dead. God's holy names for violence. Five. Though, Urianism sees commonality within various monotheistic religions, Within every religion, monotheistic or otherwise, there have always been violent sects and movements. Even secular governments have invoked the names of their cultural deities from times immemorial to condone war and claim victory. Jewish and Christian history is full of examples of this. But there has also been sectarian violence among Hindus towards Christians and Muslims. Sects or groups within Islam in the modern era have shown us an ugly example of using God as justification for the most horrific expressions of the spirit of Abaddon. Torture, slavery, rape, and perversions of all sorts, mass murder of non-combatants, and unbelievers, burning people, even children alive in cages, throwing homosexuals off rooftops, not to mention the callous disregard for the suffering of animals, demonstrating an utter failure in the God-given charge to be good stewards and caretakers of nature and animal kind. When people walk in the spirit of evil and destruction while claiming to serve God, such are only serving the former and creating contempt towards the other. Yet pacifism is not a Urian teaching, though a choice for those who wish it. Self-defense is a natural right under the laws of creation. Number six, those who take up the holy name to defame or blaspheme or to use it as a means of making money. There's a lot of people that infiltrate righteous religious groups only for the purpose of creating controversy and division within them. To find dirt on them so that they can shame them publicly and shut them down but then there's those that use this God's name and wear the garments of piety and righteousness and underneath they're a festering demon they're preaching that give me money give me money and God will love you and God will help you prosperity gospel myself, I find it very distasteful. When I see the faces of its prophets on their books I see that they're dedicated to vanity, self aggrandizement, narcissism. I don't see that they're dedicated to God. 7. Those that are destroying the earth. The Bible itself speaks against those who are ruining the earth clearly stating that they will not escape punishment. Uranism extols the cleaning and healing of the earth, the need to transform the planet and society into a harmony of heaven and earth. Yet so many who claim to serve God and many who openly serve only themselves have polluted and desecrated the planet without conscience. It is our responsibility given by the divine to take care of this planet and all the natural creatures upon it to be good shepherds, good stewards seeking to maintain the natural balance and integrate our civilizations with the natural order however, I am old enough to have seen many environmental panics that have come and gone over the last five decades we were told that we would all be dead by now, many times before global warming, we had the ozone layer Many of the solutions modern environmentalists have come up with are both impractical and also destructive of the environment in other ways, as no form of energy production is without its stain. Many of those who push environmental policies are themselves utter hypocrites, who are so wealthy that they will not have to bear the burden of their solutions, thus loading people down with burdens they themselves will not bear. These seven charges are judgments against humankind. The sentence is not yet manifest in its entirety. So that's it for tonight's Orion Report. Join me next week when I'll read some more from the IA and give a brief take on the current events of the day. God bless you.